News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. Thanks to Vodafone. Think forward, get ahead with Vodafone Red Business. Uh, around this time every week we go to our man in the States, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe to see what's making the headlines in America. Good afternoon to you, Kevin. How are you, John? Good, thanks. Now, the, the controversy over St. Patrick's Day seems to have stepped up a gear in relation to parades, that is. The mayor of your own city, Boston, is now joining with the mayor of New York and saying that he'll boycott his own, that is, Saint, uh, Boston's St. Patrick's Day parade over the exclusion of banners supporting uh, gay rights. Tell us a bit more about this. Well, this is an ongoing controversy in both New York and Boston. And uh, the, the only difference, I think, here is that Bill de Blasio as New York has made it very clear he will not march in the parade there. Marty Walsh is a different ballgame. I just talked to Marty about this the other day. He's actually trying to work out a compromise. And Marty has a lot of credibility with the South Boston parade organizers because there's a, a big group there. They're not just veterans from the military. A lot of them are in organized labor. And Marty was the head of the labor union for many years, and his, his um, father and his uncle, who they're, they're all from Rushmuck, that area in, in uh, Connemara, they were very influential in the labor union. And so Marty's trying to make a deal, basically, in which they would allow people to march in the parade, holding a banner that would identify themselves as gay, lesbian, uh, bisexual, or transgender. Uh, so it's you know, it's similar. The arguments or the, the, the fight that's going on in New York and Boston are similar in that if these people that, that organize the parade in, in New York, it tends to breed the Hibernians, the, the ancient order of Hibernians. In Boston, it's the military veterans group. They basically don't want to be told who to include in their parade. And in, in Boston's case, they actually, they were sued by a group, uh, a, a bisexual, uh, gay, and so uh, lesbian group to get into the parade and the United States Supreme Court ruled nine to nothing in uh, the South Boston Veterans case that they could decide who they wanted in their own parade. Is, is this creating much of a talking point or a discussion in the States, Kevin? I often wonder about this because obviously we're interested in, in how this goes from, from this side of the Atlantic because it's Ireland and it's St. Patrick's Day and so on. But does it get, do issues like this take or get much discussion or recognition in, in the States? And, and if so, does it have any effect, do you think, on, on brand Ireland, so to speak? Yeah, I think it does in a sense. I mean, it's just part of a much wider debate here in, in America about, you know, the rights of folks who are gay and bisexual and transgender. I mean, in Massachusetts, we crossed this bridge. A we were the first state that legalized um, same-sex marriage. And, you know, the sky has not fallen. <laughs> the earth still spins. And um, we've gotten over it, by and large. Now, there are some people, clearly, who are very homophobic and might dress up their bigotry in different forms of, you know, religious freedom, whatever. Um, but we've kind of gone beyond that in Massachusetts. But the reality is the people that organize the parade, they can decide who's in the parade. I mean, rights could cut both ways in America. Um, we have, obviously, a constitution that protects the rights of minorities, but it also protects unpopular views. And excluding gay people in Massachusetts, in particular, is considered very unpopular. Like I said, you talk to kids, particularly kids of my generation, they don't understand homophobia. They can't 
they don't grasp why people would dislike somebody just because they happen to be gay. Yeah, but you know, there's an older generation that is running these parades. They don't think like that. Kevin, in, on, on another story, but a, a related story, or at least a story in the same area, and um, the NFL has their first openly gay player in Michael Sam. Mm-hmm. Let, let's have a listen to the reaction of Dale Hansen, an ABC sports reporter in Texas, to, to that news. Firstly. Several NFL officials telling Sports Illustrated it will hurt him on draft day because a gay player wouldn't be welcome in an NFL locker room. It would be uncomfortable because that's a man's world. You beat a woman and drag her down a flight of stairs pulling her hair out by the roots, you're the fourth guy taken in the NFL draft. Players accused of rape and pay the woman to go away. You lie to police trying to cover up a murder, we're comfortable with that. You love another man, well now you've gone too far. It wasn't that long ago when we were being told that black players couldn't play in our games because it would be uncomfortable. All right, Kevin, how big a deal then is this in the sporting world in, in America right now? Will, will having an openly gay young man in the locker room improve attitudes to the gay community at all? Well, I mean, that's an ongoing debate too. And to be honest, I would think the NFL locker rooms um, would be some of the least tolerant places. Um, homophobia is open. I mean, I've been in the Patriots locker room, and believe me, I've heard <laughs> And the Patriots are considered one of the more enlightened franchises. So, yeah, I think there is an issue there. But there's also the issue about what the, the caliber of player that Michael Sam is. He's a very undersized uh, player for his position, even though he was terrific, and he was probably the, one of the best defensive players in the Southeast Conference, which is the best conference for football, collegiate football in America. That said, he was projected even before he, you know, came out of the closet. He was projected as a mid-round pick, which would not guarantee him a place on any NFL team. He's going to have to earn it. But I think there are franchises that, you know, would be more difficult for him to play in. And I think that's going to decide who. I would not be surprised if the New England Patriots picked him. Because, first of all, like I said, this is probably the most tolerant place in America when it comes to gay folks. And he'd be pretty welcome here in Boston. And the second thing, the Patriots love to get um, players who are not as valued by other teams because that means they pay them less. But the Patriots are also the best football franchise for the last 10 years in America. So I would not be surprised if he comes here. But I can tell you there are some places that will not pass him because he's come out. Kevin, I, I can't let you go without asking you about one particular story that's uh, got a lot of traction over here um, uh, this week, and that is Donald Trump uh, making the oh. news in, in this country with the announcement that he's he's bought a Dune Bay Golf Resort in County Clare for $15 million. Right. It's going to be renamed Trump International Golf Links Ireland. Uh, oh. what, what sort of... Is this even being reported in the States? And and, uh, and, and, and what do people make of Donald Trump over there? Is he, well, is he a, is, you know, a reality, reality star? Is he a serious businessman. Yeah, I mean, he's basically become almost a character of himself. He yeah. still is a very wealthy man. And in America, money talks. But at the same time, I think he is seen as sort of a, he's sort of a right-wing stooge. He's made, you know, bones about running for president and all this stuff. I mean, as somebody who has played Doombeg and loves that part of Claire, I'm not thrilled about the news. And um, I'm just wondering if they will name that beautiful par four fifth bowl the comb over. <laughs> excellent in, excellent indeed okay listen Kevin thanks very much indeed uh, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe joining us on News Talk Lunchtime every Friday to uh, talk about all things US uh, you're listening to News Talk Lunchtime John Kyo in for Jonathan Healy News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy thanks to Vodafone think forward 
Get ahead with Vodafone Red Business.